0: Hello, friends, critics, and non-critics. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and everything Hollywood-related. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm always joined by my co-host, Devin, the man himself. And in this episode, we have a lot to break down for you, starting off with our What If, or excuse me, Marvel's What If episode 2 review and diving into some hot Hollywood topics later on after that. But before we begin today's discussion really quick, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we'd love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FilmOptics. That is optics with an X to stay in the know. Devin, what's up, man? What if?
1: Wednesdays didn't drag on every week.
0: What if? <laughs> what if we can only work? What if we only worked four days during the week? That would be fantastic. Yes. So let's, let's get with the times. Seriously, though. So, Devin, would you rather have Fridays off or Mondays if you were given the choice? Friday. Really? I'd Easy. say Monday.
1: Easy Friday.
0: I don't mind going into work there, on There's
1: Monday. more you can do on a Friday.
0: There is more, Monday. yeah, that's true. There is more you can do on a Friday, but I will say I don't mind going to work on Fridays usually because everyone's already in a good mood. So it's and like then if you have
1: Friday off, it also makes your Thursdays that much better.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially if you're a mover go- movie goer like us, you know, th- Thursdays are the new Fridays. It's it's like college all over again. You know, you you always try Pretty to much. have yeah, you always try to have the uh, the Monday through Thursday classes. I guess. When I like, if you would ask me, like maybe like a year ago, I would have said Friday. But now I've been thinking, I'm like, I really just enjoy having Mondays, especially with football season coming up. So maybe we can alternate throughout the year. When football season's on, definitely having Mondays off would be amazing. But if it's not football season, Fridays, because you know, it's it's almost as if like when you when you're watching football, that's like the grand events of the week, uh, depending on what you do or if you watch the sport. And I mean, well, you have college football on Saturdays, but like NFL Sundays, like it's always, you know, game with the pals, get, getting, getting a few brewskis, hanging out with the jabronis and whatnot. And you're just having a good time. You, you don't want it to end. So it's like Mondays it is. But now I think I would still, I, I might still choose Mondays. Just it's, there's just something nice about having Mondays off. because like, I eight going into work on mondays it is the worst feeling in the world
1: that that would just make tuesdays even worse because tuesday would be the new monday
0: (laughs) i guess so i guess we we would keep monday as the new monday so i mean it is what it is but hey that's (laughs) that's that's life but um yeah been recovering from my uh my uh little mouth surgery, you know, you asked the question uh, on the last podcast if I felt any wiser and I thought about it and I have felt wiser because I'll never do this ever again. <laughs> exactly. One and done. <laughs> One and done. Oh man. I, I can't like it's it's actually a nice accomplishment because the next time I go to the dentist and we're like, Oh yeah, you guys have no idea. Like, you know, this is it's gonna blow your mind, be like, Hey, you notice anything back there? Yeah, I got my uh my wisdom teeth taken out. You're welcome. Well, they're the ones actually nagging me about it, and I just kept putting it off for ever. But you've had a good week though. Just hanging out. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> solid. Buying the um uh, you're buying a uh, Cyberbuck 2077 for ten dollars. I hear that's on sale.
1: <laughs>
0: I have it on PC. No need. That's right. That's right. You did it. the only a- place it's playable. The only place <laughs> 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 That should be their new slogan. The only place it's playable. I like that a lot. But yeah. Man, oh man. So, Devin, let's dive in to our first review of the episode, or actually our only review of the episode. We have What If T'Challa Became Star Lord, AKA Wakandan and Spice. It's going to be amazing. So, we're going to dive into that right after this short break. <laughs> Space, time. Time, 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 reality.
1: It's more than a linear path. It's a prism of endless possibility. Well, that doesn't sound
0: ominous at all. So uh, a bit of a disclosure. Me and Devin already saw this episode uh, a week ago. Um, thanks to Disney for allowing us to watch the first three episodes um, in advance. Kind of just, you know. Um, giving us a little taste of what's to come. Uh, we were definitely supposed to re- record while we had those, but it's like it, so much stuff came up and whatnot. You know, lives get in the way or whatever, whatever. But man, episode two, definitely a different approach, different breath, uh, breath of fresh air from episode one. Um, after seeing the rea- reactions after episode one, I feel like some people were just saying, oh, you know, Um, Some people are just underneath the impression that, you know, these episodes were just retellings of these stories in different ways. And that is true, but it seemed like for Captain Carter, it was more of like an abridged version of the events that happened in Captain America First Avenger. This one takes a bit of a different toll because it's, I mean, it's the same but different, but it's really, really good because we... Get, um, you know the late Chadwick Boseman's uh, one of his last performances as Star Lord. Um, in this episode, but um, overall, I guess I'll just go first because I usually have Devin go. It's gonna mix it up here a little bit. What if Christian went first instead of Devin mm-hmm. for giving his first initial reactions? Um, I I absolutely love this episode. Like, it was i thought it was very very well paced. You know, a lot of great voice actors in this episode as well, of course, including the late Chad Bozeman, uh, Jeffrey Wright, Terry Douglas, uh, Josh Brolin himself, and Sean Gunn. Uh, returns as his character um it's really nice how they have not every single character you know reprise the role but for some it's it feels like it's easier for these actors to do that instead of you know they're just recording like an audio booth so it's really nice to hear some familiar um f- some familiar voices uh, for continuity uh sake but hey you know if if, if they're not able to, it's totally understandable. You know, people have busy lives or, you know, doing other projects and whatnot. But I really, really enjoyed this episode, you know, between T'Challa and his father and his dynamic with uh, Yandu and the rest of the Guardians of the Galaxy crew. Um, we did not see um, Gamora or uh, Groot or Rocket in this one, but we did have a, a little bit of taste of course Thanos was there and then we had Nebula And uh, Drax was in there for a bit as well. So, you know, we didn't get the whole Guardians of the Galaxy crew and Peter Quill (laughs) and uh, his father for a a small, uh, small little uh, snippet of the uh, episode as well. Because, of course, you know, this is a what if episode. But yeah, overall, I thought it was a breath of fresh air. Like I thought the first episode with Captain Carter did a nice job of like explaining why. Um, and, you know, moving forward, especially with this and episode three, I think they're, they're doing enter- interesting things. You know, it's not just your average retelling, you know, swapping X character out for B character. But overall, I I really did enjoy this episode. It's my favorite one so far. What about you, Devin? Oh,
1: yeah, this one was a was a banger for sure. Um, I think we agreed that the first episode was pretty safe on mm-hmm. their end. They kind of just went with a story that makes sense for the wide audience to understand. And it's not going to cause you to have to think too much about the implications. (laughs) But for this one, they definitely took more of a risk and went, went more off the beaten path um, with the story they went with. Just the crazy how, how him becoming a star Lord just changes the course of everything, including Thanos and everything (laughs) about Thanos. Like (laughs) it's insane seeing him in this episode, the way he is was so entertaining and the collector being there he's a, he's a kind of like a forgotten character in the mcu but not great anymore actor. great actor behind the behind the the voice there and he was jacked in this episode of be pretty good and howard the duck he's back
0: yeah, he is. I'm very, very excited for that. It's the, the entire episode. It's it's just so nice to see these characters in a different light. And you know, it following the you know, the events of Loki. You know, I we understand that you know Marvel had to do some restructuring because as of right now, we would have already had Shang Chi, and we also would have already had Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Um, but it seems the way that the puzzle pieces are falling it actually makes more sense for everything to kind of happen the way that it is now, at least um, story-wise, because, you know, starting off the beginning of the year, you know, we had WandaVision, even though um, Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to uh, happen first. I feel like with both of those, well, no, I feel like WandaVision made more sense to go first because that happens a few weeks after uh, the events of Endgame. And then, Talking to Winter Soldier happen a few months after, if I'm not mistaken. It, it
1: really does seem like it's working out perfectly the way that the schedule ended up falling for them. Mm-hmm. Because to get one division right out the gate, it makes sense based on the timeline. It was right after Endgame, and then you get Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's kind of its own pocket story. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really the time isn't isn't <clears throat> that important for that one. But then you get Loki, where in the series they create the alternate realities that sets it up perfectly for what if
0: yeah yeah and then that also you know throws into um well maybe we are missing a little bit with dogs Strange multiverse of madness because definitely because i mean we're going to be getting hopefully supposedly spider-man um um no way home not far from home sorry god <laughs> i i was afraid i was going to get those like those, the, uh, you know, the Spider-Man MCU movies mixed up. I was like, no, I'm never going to get a mix up. Yeah. It just happened. But yeah, it really seems like, you said uh, like you said, it, everything's just kind of falling into pieces like perfectly. And, you know, it, everything kind of, it just makes a little bit of sense now, especially with what if, you know, after the huge, um, you know, multiverse break that we've gotten, uh, with Loki and then into this. And then, um, you know, we're getting Shang-Chi yet. Um, Uh, next which i've been hearing very glowing like reviews about by the way like and you know r.i.p uh wanted to you know thank disney for inviting us to go but we weren't able to uh due to work circumstances but hey you know there's always next time um and yeah, between Shang Chi and then uh, we got um, you know some Eternals supposed to be dropping this uh, year as well. So it's like I'm I'm interested to see where like Shang Chi and every and everything else like Eternals and all the stuff fits in to uh, what if. But uh, excuse me, going back to the episode itself, um, it, it I I imagine this does definitely hit hard home for a lot of um, Black Panther fans, a lot of Chadwick Boseman fans as well. Um, it being you know um, his his last uh, performance uh, definitely not I don't think this is his last performance yeah ever. there's been
1: some, some misleading headlines going around it seems like because they're just kind of using the, the quote um, tomorrow's episode what if is his la- last performance ever
0: well no it's, it's not yeah more episodes yeah definitely a few more episodes because you know it's these don't really seem like one and done but I don't know how many episodes this is supposed to be I think it's 12. I think we covered this last time. I can, uh, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, right season now. one is nine. Season That's right. It's nine. It was supposed to be 10, but they cut one due to uh, short due to COVID. Um, and then we also have, um, who else appears in this episode? Just, just small. And of course, uh, Charlotte's father King uh, Um I believe that's the same. The, the voice actor is yeah,
1: all the, all the actors are voicing their characters, except X Net. Guess that was a miscommunication between MC between Marvel and Drax. Yeah, I mean, he said he wanted to, but you
0: know. I mean, I'm sure he'll show up in another one. It's just I feel like, I mean, I like Drax, but I mean, his he had like one line. Yeah, yeah. He, he was big literally idea. like a passerby interaction.
1: The, the most important ones to get were obviously um <laughs> Chadwick, Josh Brolin as as big on Thanos. One. Imagine someone else as Thanos. That would just or nebula
0: of Karen Gillian. Like, I've got, really, got
1: blonde nebula now, Hello. yeah,
0: with both functioning eyes. <laughs> I <Yeah>.
1: love
0: it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, before we get into spoilers, you know, I, I wanted to kind of t- t- stop myself there for a second, but yeah, it's it is really like this episode is really, really, really great. You know, coming out of the gate, um, you know, the the first uh, um, scene of Guardians of the Galaxy with Star Lord. We get with uh King Chikala, you know, him uh stealing the orb and whatnot and um, you know, his interaction with the uh the other uh the other bad guys, I guess you can say and kind of how they, you know, worship him and whatnot. And it, but that was just one of the best react, like one of the best like interactions they've had so far. And it's like I'm just I'm just absolutely loving this animation style as well. Like it's not any it's not over flashy. Like it's it it's exactly what it needs to be. And I know a lot of people are kind of like off putting by it, by it, Cause it kind of remel- reminds you of like that uh, cell shaded, um, kind of like how the like original, like Hulk was like one of the uh, video games with Hulk. I can't remember which one, or like if you've played any like Dragon Ball Z or like Naruto games, anyone out there listening, you know what I'm talking about? Kind of like the cell shaded, uh, graphics, but this seems a little bit more refined. Um, but the,
1: the lighting is so good.
0: Yeah. And honestly, just, just some of the, the still images I've been seeing, uh, laying around, you know, I've, I've had a few different what if banners on my, uh, Twitter posts and like, they just look vibrant and just like really, really attractive. That's, it's, it's really, really good stuff, but. Yeah, like th- this episode is really really killing me, and I feel like we should just get into spoilers because at this point, why not? So, ladies and gentlemen, that is your first spoiler warning if you have not seen episode two of What If on Disney Plus. Again, that is your second spoiler warning for episode two of What If if um, <laughs> T'Challa became Star Lord. So it's, it's kind of it's kind of
1: like two What Ifs and one because it's also a f- What If. Thanos was a changed man. Technically or, or it's a, cha- like a changed three. Titan.
0: Yeah, changed Titan. And then we also have st- um, you know, the our Star Lord, um our mainline Star Lord. From um, the MCU, you know his father finds them instead of you know the the whole thing kind of starts <laughs> off with you know uh, t- uh, T'Challa he wanting to see the world and you know kind of wanting getting out of Wakanda and his father telling them that it's just you know it's a super dangerous world out there and there's nothing but blood violence and betrayal. And, you know, as, uh, Yandu and his crew are looking for Peter Quill, they accidentally <laughs> go, go, you know, pick up Wakanda, uh, you know, uh, t- uh, T'Challa because of the, um, the energy ratings they were giving from, you know, uh, um, um from Wakanda and, you know, the the secret civilization.
1: Yeah, I love how Kralion was like, he's got the two ear holes, (laughs) the two sea holes, (laughs) the one talk hole.
0: I love it. I love how Yandi was like, does this look anything like star does this look anything like peter quill to you and it's it's like obviously it's like a young like white kid versus a black kid and i I love it how the rest of the crew is like well they all look the same to me like you know two-year-olds and whatever whatever you just said i really like how they went down that route um definitely something uh very special but it it was just kind of funny how like it it was it was like a low-key light like race joke in a way but like it was playful. It's like, okay, clearly these two do not look the same. So I don't know how you confuse him with him. And then they go into, well, you know, this is where the most, like our energy readings were picking up the most signals. So this is where we came. So like that makes total, total sense. And then, you know, it like, kind of goes through everything. And, you know, T'Challa is missing for 20 something years. And, yeah, it, cuts,
1: it cuts 20 years later. Yeah.
0: And, um, you know, it kind of just, it shows him as a Ravenger, but he's he's like an honest Rav. It's like, it's like he's he's the, the what the the Robin Hood of this universe, and, and he's
1: been able to convince <laughs> Thanos that his idea of genocide is not the way to go. I love only it. only T'Challa could pull that off, just using his word.
0: Yeah, and I I love it how like, uh, Josh for old Thanos was saying, he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, Charlotte here kind of talked me out of it and, you know, maybe see it in a different way. And, um, you know, th- there's, you know, there's other ways to save the universe, but he like low key makes those like under jabs where he's like, but, I me, mean, I still think it's efficient. you know? <laughs> yeah, and <Like> then, <laughs> I
1: mean, The thing is it even <laughs> makes sense for T'Challa because if anyone knows that to managed resources for a community and, and survive. It's Tim in Wakanda.
0: Yeah, that is very true. <laughs> I just love it. He's like, well, I'm pretty sure it's still genocide. He's like, I mean, yeah, but it's still efficient, you know. Like what it, whatever. Like he's
1: still. It's the, the it's, way they made they made Thanos <laughs> just like a big buddy cop.
0: Like, yeah. Character.
1: Like yeah, that's so good. Yeah, it's, it's, just it's your big big friendly goofball <laughs> now. <laughs>
0: yeah the the way that you know he keeps playing off like oh you know he's like hey he's like yeah my idea was bad but like but you gotta admit like it was still work kind of thing like it's always that kind of like smaller foreshadowing thing but it's it's like everyone's heard it so many times and they act like it's like the worst like butt of the joke like you know beating a dead horse type thing and i i absolutely loved it i thought it was hilarious and then, you know, we, we get Nebula, like we said before, you know, she has both eyes, but like she's once, got a mission, she's got a mission and you know, uh, <laughs> one of her eyes are still covered. You still don't know until, um, I forgot who brushed back her hair. Um, I'm a blank, but I saw it twice. Um, since, you know, since, uh, we are, uh, since we had watched it. So did you watch this a second time or no? Yeah, I watched it today. Yeah, you watched it today. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's I definitely had to uh, rewatch the third one because I was kind of like out of it with my surgery with uh with that one. But yeah, overall, you know, they're they're trying to um I guess you could say restore balance or not restore balance, but feed the um the rest or majority of the universe or portion of it with the uh with the devil's breath? Not devil's breath, I'm sorry. That's from Spider Man PS4. Um you know, the uh oh my it's kind of like a seed type thing. I'm drawing. Yeah, I don't know
1: what they were calling it, but it was just basically just a way to like replenish food for people. Yeah.
0: And stealing it from the collector. That that entire mission was just really, really cool. And how they
1: Yeah, I love how the collector, like Thanos steps down, he's not really the the big bad guy anymore. So collector's like, hey, I'll try to take over. And he take got jacks. He tried.
0: <laughs> he tried.
1: He he did get all all buff and, and everything, but just <sighs> not good enough.
0: Not good enough. And I love it how, you know, they it's it's nice to see T'Challa in this way, with especially with everyone else, because like yeah, like he is a thief, but it's like he's an honest thief in a way. And the the plan that they had, you know, between Nebula and Chad, um and Chadwick, and just saying between T'Challa and uh, Nebula, I was uh, feeling a little, uh, you know, a little, uh, you know, give or take. There sounds like there's some kind of history there, or she's like and to him in some kind of way. I was like, Oh, okay. You know, I really just love these like Elseworlds stories. It's, it's, it's just such a breath of fresh air and gives you like a different perspective on certain characters, especially more established ones. And yeah, I mean the whole entire heist mission was great and, you know, fine. Finding- I love,
1: I love Thanos fighting his, his former, I guess it wouldn't be former in this universe, <laughs> but his, his underlings.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the Black Order. That, that was yeah. really awesome. <laughs> it's just so it's so cool it's like oh yeah like just the ideas that they come up with like i really hope they you know continue down this road because that just, just
1: we, we were rooting for thanos for once like it's crazy yeah when was, when they were like don't be crazy he was like i'm not i'm just mad
0: <laughs> i was like no there he is there he is it's the same dude and it's like all right how much has this guy actually changed but yeah we we find out that you know because yeah,
1: i think i think everyone was expecting him to to turn on everybody at some
0: point. Oh, for sure. But like I said, you know, the jokes, like the underlying jokes, he was like, he kept hinting at it, but it's like, nah, nah, nah. I was like, nah. So like, yeah, like you changed my mind, but you know, this, I still think my way would have been pretty nice. But, um, you know, we find out, you know, Yandu was lying to T'Challa about, You know, uh, Wakanda being you know destroyed because they tried to quote unquote you know bring him back and whatnot, and you know he finds the uh, the necklace um, around his neck, you know that he's kept since he was a kid, and it kind of activates one of the old Wakandan ships, and you know he finds a message from his father, and you know he definitely still feels you know he still cares for his father, and you can definitely still feel the care there is mutual, and you know, but it was Star Lord trying to find his own path and whatnot and yeah it kind of just ends up you know how the duck shows up for a bit you know for for a few drinks what's his whistle and um yeah they they kind of save the day from the collector yeah
1: and then in in this alternate reality ego is probably the new thanos
0: oh absolutely that smirk at the end where peter quill was like working at dairy queen he's like oh because it's it's it was nice that they touched on that because it's like oh yeah well Okay, so Yondu picked up the wrong kid. So whatever happened to Peter Quill? (laughs) Of course, he's (laughs) working at a dairy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It it would be. I I think. Yeah, that was the same Dairy Queen from our universe that his, um, his mom and his father. Yeah, like in the back of the woods. Yeah, so that was, you know, Kurt Russell makes a small little appearance with his, you know, his his sort of line. So hopefully we can get something, uh, an episode with that. But I actually wanted to ask you, Devin, what what kind of what if story would you like to see unfold? I don't think I ever asked
1: I've not even thought about that because there's endless possibilities.
0: Yeah, that is true. Um, I I had one, I think, uh, Leo from Geekly Goods had asked me uh, a few weeks ago and. I think mine was, um, what if, uh, what if, um, if, um, my God vision never would have died. Like if, if Shuri would have been able to successfully remove the mind stone from vision without, uh, you know, destroying vision, because that was like the original plan. I don't know if they would ever go into something like that. Cause that's more of like a specific situation, not a, like, I guess like a character swap thing. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. So it seems like they're definitely giving us some very interesting storylines. Like we saw like a zombie, like Avengers poster that they uh, posted. I'm wondering if that will probably be episode four uh, because it's definitely not episode three. Let's we'll say, that, say that right now, but that's about us all we can say uh, for that one. But uh, yeah, then I think saw one like within the poster framing you know, Spider-Man as Dr. Strange which I think would be, that would be pretty cool or <laughs> spider strange. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think the Dr. Strange episodes are going to get pretty crazy.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, it, yeah we see Dr. Strange and, you know, I wonder what what he will become. They'll be very, very interesting. So I don't know. It just, it, I, I like how it's not just a character swap where it's like, I mean, for, for the first one, it kind of was between Peggy and Steve. Um, between, Not a
1: lot changes in, in that universe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot change. but in this one, it definitely did. Like, I mean, yeah, it was a character swap, but it's like, Only kind of only like one sided. It it was you know, T'Challa becoming Star Lord, but you know, uh Peter was like we said working at a Dairy Queen. Like he doesn't even know what Wakanda is or anything like that. So I like how it's not just like a character swap. As of that, it it really is like portions here and there, kind of like changing up characters. But yeah, it's it's been a great great ride. Definitely can't wait to rewatch episode three because. Like I said, can't remember too much from, from what I remember. It's, it's, it's pretty dark. It's pretty dark from what I remember. Um, but yeah, let's get into scores here and move on to our Hollywood topics. Devin, what would you give uh what if episode two? Give a
1: big old, big old. A.
0: Yeah. I'm, I think I'm right there with you. Definitely. You know? With uh, you know, Chadwick Boseman's performance, and, and also a nice little nod for Mar- Marvel for putting in you know the in memoriam type thing towards the end. That was really, really. And
1: it's nice. nice that he he gave his all. Like you can tell, some of these actors are just kind of mailing it in, just because.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's
1: just a small voice role for them, but you can yeah. tell he was going all in. Oh, absolutely for sure, which he always did.
0: Yeah, yeah, literally every every uh, any role that he had, it was
1: uh. It was it was great, you know. Was just I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking to you, Sebastian Stan. <laughs> that performance last week,
0: yeah. Not, I was, not your
1: best work. I
0: was like, is that really Sebastian Stan? I was like, I guess it is, but I'm like, eh, whatever, whatever. But I mean, with you know Peggy Carter, that it was it was cool. I really did like it. Like you said, it, it was a nice little intro to everything. So yeah so a's from both of us for you know episode two of what if definitely can't wait to see what's in store for next week and the weeks to come but uh now we're going to shift over to some uh hollywood news just a few little news topics to kind of round up show for you guys to so let you know guys know what uh what's going on in the world of uh, film and tv so we'll be back with our topics right after this short break <laughs> Devin, we got five topics on the docket today, man. So I, I hope you're ready. Some of them are cool. Some are a little bit more of the moral gray area. Some are super amazing. We got some nice little uh, breaking news here at the last minute, right before we started to, uh, you know, record our episode here. But uh, first up on the list, let's. Uh, I guess, I guess we'll just get into this one uh, with uh, with Denis Villeneuve. Uh, for those of you who don't know who he is, he is a uh, film director, uh, mostly responsible for movies like Blade Runner 2049 and Arrival. And, of course, if you've ever seen Prisoners, very, very good movie. Definitely one. Oh, yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah. Uh definitely uh, suggest everyone to check that out. But we're talking about Dune today, uh, not specifically Dune 1, but uh, not Dune Part One because uh, it it is based off of a book and it's it's a it's a grand story you can't really tell it'll tell the entire story within within one sitting so it's definitely supposed to be a part two but Denis Villeneuve is uh, he's pretty optimistic about uh, Dune Two so Devin you you want to take this one and I feel that you've been more yeah, we got
1: the we got the first two ones here are Dune Two related yeah. Um, the first one just being that Dune Two isn't isn't a thing yet, but Denis is optimistic that he can make it happen. Yeah, I guess it just comes down to how it performs when it comes out. Yeah, and it also came out that if there were a Dune part, part Two, Zendaya would be the lead character. Yeah, yeah, her character, which
0: is something I. W- excuse me, something I'd actually really, really like to, uh, to see, but, uh, you know, this, uh, this information does come from total film. Um, he does state that there is no such thing as uh, Dune one and Dune two it's Dune part one and part two, which is very, very true. Um, and he also says, you know, he's been hearing, um, in the past decades that it's not possible to adapt this book. Um, and that it's, Uh, that it's pretty much an impossible task. Um, If you've seen the original Dune, some people already know what they're talking about. And it's, this has been a thing forever for the book of Dune. And he also states that um, he, um, he says, I think that uh, back in the mind of the studio, it's still the same, you know, of them saying that, you know, it's, it's impossible to adapt this book. You know, it's, it's a very, very impossible task because the world is so grand and it, it kind of makes me wonder why, like, I mean, if Warner Brothers really believed that, why didn't they just, why didn't they make Dune into a TV show instead? Like a, a big budget TV show, much like Game of Thrones, um, or the upcoming, uh, the Witcher, uh, season two or, um, uh, the, the new Lord of the Rings, Movie it really makes me wonder why. So box office numbers uh, won't be as quite of a clear indicator of success as they weren't once were due to COVID. Um, and in the U.S. with Dune being released on HBO Max um, and uh, theatrical simultaneously. You know, which it, uh, which Janine is not a fan of. No, he, he is he is not, and uh, this is his quote um, that he he kind of commented on on that, saying that first of all, the enemy of a cinema is the pandemic. Uh, that's the thing we understand that uh, the cinema industry is under tremendous pressure right now, as is a lot of industries out there. So he says that I get. Um, he also says the way it happened, he's still not happy about. Um, which, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Wonder Brothers, AKA, aka AT&T, pretty much made the decision earlier this year to release their entire 2021 slate of films um, and on HBO max and theatrical release day and day, which kind of blindsided a lot of uh, these uh, actors, actresses and um, directors of the whole shebang. Um, he's not exact. He's not exactly happy about the way it happened, but he says to watch doing on a television, the best way I can compare it is uh, to drive a speedboat, Um, in your bathtub. For me, it's ridiculous. It's a movie that has been made as a tribute um, to the big screen experience. So, well, I mean, he's, he is rightfully, you know, upset and whatnot. Um, I don't necessarily think that just because you're watching something on your TV doesn't automatically make it bad because everyone does uh, like to experience uh, things a certain way. Like, I mean even with my like my mom like she used to love going to the theaters. Uh, she is um you know she she is vaccinated but she's not super crazy about the idea of going to the theaters just yet or possibly ever. You know like we watched the, the Suicide Squad uh, when she came out last weekend and she really really enjoyed it and she says she just enjoys more of the home experience. So for her the big experience on the big screen doesn't really you know, matter all that much, but I wanted to get your thoughts, Steven. I know I've been rambling here for a bit, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just comes down to the preference for the, for the person, but I definitely see where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. I mean, to get blindsided like that for a movie that. Yeah. Are, has already had a tough history and needs all the help they can get.
0: Not even just... tough history. Denise has had tough. I mean, he's made some incredible, incredible movies, but A lot of his movies haven't really been, like, box office, I guess you could say successes, but they have been. Blade Runner's
1: 2049 did not make a lot.
0: No, 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 it did not. And, you know, a lot of people love that movie, but, you know, it's, but that that's, like, pure, pure sci-fi. Like, this isn't Star Wars or, you know, anything, like, avengers ass. Because that, you can throw that into the sci-fi mix as well, but... Yeah, I mean, it. He, he has every right to, you know, voice is disconcerned. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, it doesn't look like Warner Brothers is going to budge, but it seems like they are taking the right steps for next year to have um, all of their films uh, release in uh, a 45-day theatrical window first before hitting uh, HBO Max or any other uh, video-on-demand uh, service. So... We'll just have to wait and see, man. But, you know, definitely, we know we're going to be definitely seeing this on the big screen um, ourselves. And, you know, I might take a jab at it on <laughs> at home at, at some point. But after I've had my big screen experience fix, as I usually do. So I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. Speaking
1: of big screen experience, we got one coming up here.
0: Ooh, do tell.
1: <laughs> Shang-Chi is coming up. And... um there were some comments made about the film that definitely ruffled some feathers. <laughs> Disney CEO was quoted calling the film an experiment. Yeah. And Demuu the star among others were not happy with that.
0: No. They were At not as they should be. Yeah, yeah. And I I didn't I think him using the word experiment was not the best idea cuz they they kind of did the testing with Waters with like another Asian-led film, which was Mulan. Um, as, you know, say what you will about the movie, it was more of like a Disney Plus premiere test in a way. But yeah, a lot of the actors, um, especially uh, Liu, he uh, commented saying that, you know, we're not an experiment. Uh, we are the underdog, the underestimated He continued by saying we are the ceiling breakers. We are the celebration of culture and joy that we preserve after an, um, an embattled year. We are, uh, the surprise I'm fired. (laughs) And he said, I'm fired the fuck up. Uh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm fired the fucked. Oh, I'm fired the fuck up to make history. Um, on September third, I do apologize. That that was kind of weirdly worded, but yeah, he's not a. Um, I mean, he's not wrong. Like I and
1: I got I gotta say, Disney CEO Bob Chapek, watch <laughs> out. I mean, Kevin Feige is is right there, just ready to take over your your whole role.
0: Honestly, yeah, he's
1: already conquered Marvel. There's nothing stopping him from taking over Disney.
0: That is very true, and, and also depends on you know if Kevin Feige wanted to. Go down that route, you know. Some some people are comfortable where they are, and you know, uh, Kevin Feige having the reach that he does, it it is really really amazing. But it's it's so, it's just I don't know. Bob Chapek just kind of choose your words wisely next time. I mean, like I see what you're saying, yeah, experiment. But like, even if it is, I wouldn't just come out and say that because you know this. There has been a lot of heart and soul put into this movie, and it's getting a lot of great um reactions you know i know we know people who have seen it already and you know they, they've said nothing but good things that we you know people are seeing it tonight as well so uh yeah it's you know good on them and i'm i'm there i am fired the fuck up about watching this as well oh, yeah. like and yeah. apparently it was shot in imax as well so i guess they're i guess that's uh I'm I'm sending a bit I'm sensing a bit bit of a trend because you definitely know Doom shot for IMAX. I uh, was not expecting uh, Suicide Squad to be shot for IMAX, but a lot of these superhero movies, you know, they they definitely want the IMAX experience. But I wonder if if they're trying to do more of the IMAX experience to get more people to go there to get just a little bit extra more money out of people's pockets. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't I know. think
1: Is that they just want a better experience.
0: I mean, th- there's also that, but yeah, I mean, IMAX ticket costs around like 20, $21, depending on where you live. But I don't know. It was just more of a thought there, but yeah, let's move on to our next story here. We have from, Venom. From
1: one dumb, <laughs> dumb quote from a company to one possible dumb decision from Sony. You, yeah. Always it, making bad decisions.
0: Seriously, dude. I am um, uh, well, I guess I can't really call this much of a loss because I... To, to be
1: fair, this is this is more of a rumor.
0: Yeah. Nothing
1: it, yet, but if the, people are saying Venom 2 could be delayed again after just being delayed to October. Yeah. Is, if, if it's the case, why even give it a date that if you're just going to push it back again?
0: Yeah. that That's, that's actually a really good point. And I mean, I haven't really been following this movie too closely. I mean, it pops up on my timeline on Twitter from time to time and I'm like, Oh, that's cool, I guess. But I'm not necessarily hurt over this. I am like a little annoyed, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm a little annoyed. We still haven't heard much about far from home and I know I see a lot of people on Twitter saying they're like, Hey, like I'm okay with not getting, uh, having a trailer for far from home. And I'm like, is it that you just know that they're not going to release one or you really just don't care if there's a trailer? I mean, I would like to see something or, you know, even if it's, even if we don't get one, at least be transparent and be like, Hey, you know, we made the decision that we're not going to release a trailer. You know, there's, there's too many spoiler, you know, heavy story beats within the, uh, you know, within the movie in order to cut one. But I I, I don't know. It's just, just be a little bit more transparent about, about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Venom two. I mean, if it gets pushed back, it gets pushed back. If not, I mean, it, I I really, I'm not really crazy about that, but, um, and you know, I miss the Delta variant spikes as well. It's very, uh, I guess it's likely, but I've also heard that like Sony was saying, you know, people need to get vaccinated or else the movies are never going to come out. But like, you can't, you can't hold a movie forever. And I've heard rumblings with um, no time to die that like, I don't even think they can push that back anymore because it's been so long. And it's like, it's, it's time for this movie to come out and for people to see it and and just, just make the money that it's going to make. Like, I mean, I get it. You know, you guys are pushing certain things back, you know, from time to time, but it's like, you can only do it for so long until people just literally don't care. And this one's been jumbled around a lot for a while as well. And I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. But are you excited for Venom 2 at all?
1: I mean, yeah. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. If it ever comes out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, definitely going to watch it. Going to see how much it stacks up to the first one. Hopefully, it's better than the first one. But we'll uh, have to wait and see. I don't know. Keep our ears to the ground on that one. But... Amidst all this delays and controversy about films and theatrical releases and streamings and delays, we have some good news for everyone. This news just dropped earlier today. It looked like Anthony Mackie has closed the deal to star in Marvel's Captain America: Thor.
1: I, I remember this coming out like soon after the finale for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think. Yeah. I guess now it's just being.
0: Yeah, it's just being um officially it's now it's like official official. So like they were talking about, you know, doing Captain America for, but it looks like the deal has been closed. So it is like officially, officially happening. So very, very excited for Anthony Mackey. Um, uh, you know, I wasn't really expecting a fourth Captain America film. Uh for Thor, I kinda understood to kind of make up for uh at least the second one. Um, the first two, <laughs> the first two, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, do do you think they'll make a fifth Captain America movie, or kind of just end it on four?
1: Who knows? Maybe we'll get Captain Carter at some.
0: Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are saying that they want to see live action Captain Carter as well. Didn't really think a lot of people cared that much, you know, especially after the, uh, you know, the the uh, the what if episode, but. It'd be pretty something pretty cool to see if if they can make it work. I wouldn't want them. I, to I'd say
1: see. as as long as Anthony Mackie gets his shine first, and then we'll see about <laughs> bringing in another captain America type.
0: Yeah, or oh, Captain Britain. There you go. Beth, that's that's what she can be. But yeah, no, it'd be really really cool. Definitely very. They
1: could, they could do like a a Captain America verse where it's Captain Britain, Captain America, Steve Rogers, Captain America.
0: Captain Boomerang, Sam,
1: Captain <laughs> Captain America, um, awful guy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And then they could have U.S. Red A- Guardian,
0: U.S. Agent. Oh yeah, that would be really really cool. Okay, and yeah, Red, Captain
1: America into the Captain Verse.
0: Into the Captain Verse. Throw Throw Captain Boomerang in
1: there for good measure. Sure
0: he just he's randomly not, he's,
1: he's dead in their universe so we'll take him yeah <laughs> exactly
0: he somehow finds his way over to the marvel cinematic universe and kind of just hey I, I guess that, that could be a what if episode but yeah there's been a lot of uh what if you know they're doing it for like people wanted to do for star wars to, i'm like i feel like you guys just want to write kind of bunch of stuff but it is it would still be pretty cool but uh do you see the um the Japanese animated uh Star Wars uh trailer from those six studios. Like I did. Pretty clean. I don't know how Ooh, to feel man. That was looking. I love it how they're just going balls to the wall with Star Wars right now. Like it's it's such a vast universe. It's like, who's to say these stories wouldn't be happening in like, you know, all corners and reaches of the universe? It's it's so grand. I absolutely, I was ah. Uh, I got to watch that trailer again. (laughs) It looks fantastic. But that pretty much rounds out our topics here for today and rounds out the show as well. And as always, Devin, thank you always for coming on and, we got a lot of stuff coming on uh, the podcast here. We have our uh, Nighthouse review that will be dropping uh, this coming up Monday. And the Monday following after that will be our Candy Candyman review. And we have a little bit of a secret project that we're uh, working on, uh, you know, making some changes here to the podcast, uh, working on some brand new content that isn't review related to you guys. So we'll definitely have some more information about that soon. Very, very excited to uh, get that ball rolling as well. But I pretty much believe that's it. You know, if you haven't checked out our uh, episode one of Marvel's What If, definitely go and check that out over on podcast platforms around the internet. And also check out our Suicide Squad review and our coverage of DC Titans episode one through three that Leo and I from Geekly Goods covered as well. Um, Yeah. I believe that's pretty much it. So let's get on out of here. Let's enjoy our, the rest of our uh, hump day. And hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And we'll see you guys later. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys next time.